live from Sadler Studios celebrating the woman. It's Women's History Month. It's Stay Busy with the boy, Armand Sadler. here busy black businesses month has come to an end but black businesses and black people always matter we celebrate us all year long but it is another special month as you know last year in march we we introduced stay busy women's history month we brought regina we brought kitty we brought imaris and we brought tori and it was so far that of course we had to run it back but ladies and gentlemen welcome to stay busy with armand sadler where we have responsible discussions on the music business and the music culture thank you to everyone who is subscribed to the youtube liking retweeting subscribing if you haven't subscribed yet make sure you subscribe make sure you follow us at stay busy pod and leave us a review on apple Podcasts as well as it helps us grow as you know you've been listening to the show or you might be new so i'll introduce myself armand sadler vegan chorizo poppy multiple miles monday poppy you can <laughs> follow me at Armand Sadler on Twitter and Instagram. You know I don't do the show alone. My brother is here. How you feeling, good sir? What's going on, y'all? I'm feeling blessed and highly favored. I'm feeling hydrated and melanated today. What's going on, y'all? My name is Nick Early, executive producing co-host in this podcast, The Kombucha King That Makes Your Heart Sing. You know what it is, y'all. Mm. We are very, very, like I said, blessed and highly favored, excited. We have an amazing guest here that I spent a lot of time researching. I'm really excited <laughs> to have her here today. I'm going to let Armand go ahead and do the honors of introducing our illustrious guest for today. For sure, for sure. So if you know anything about anything, drip matters. And this guest ha- has the drip. The, 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 the drip is overflowing. But that is not all. She's also an on-air talent at Sirius XM. If, if, you, if you listen to the radio, as you should, it's still important. Check out The Heat at 6 a.m. Eastern and Hip Hop Nation at 6 p.m. Eastern. And speaking of the drip, she's also an ambassador for Tier NYC. Make sure you follow on IG, see the fits, see the energy. She's talked to Meg The Stallion, Cardi B, Pop Smoke, rest in peace, legend. But she's, she, she's doing the thing and it's, it's incredible to have her here. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Swaggy C. Swaggy, how you feeling? Yo, that was that was a great that was a great introduction, man. Thank you guys so much for for having me here. I, I'm really really excited to to sit down and, and and spend this time with you guys talking talk about everything that is going on right now. And you you guys have responsible conversations. I, I like those. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's right. We do our yeah. homework. <laughs> Show your work, as as Nick Nick says. So yeah, we're really excited to have you here to kick off our Stay Busy Women's History Month, and we have a very exciting conversation for the listeners coming later on. Before that, of course, we want to give some special shout outs to our guests from Busy Black Businesses Month. It was an incredible month, like I said. We got a shout out Arden from Forsyth Company, J Stew KY, and Tim from Prime Life Clothing Company. 
Rashawn Brown, AKA Rush the Mic from Poetry Me Please, Nicholas Tyrell, Chopin, and Eden from Don't Alert the Stands. And just because Busy Black Businesses Month is over, it doesn't mean Busy Black Businesses still don't matter. So keep submitting them and we will keep shouting you all out because, nope. hey, but Black matters all year long. It's not It's fact. not one month. All the time, every every day. You feel me? We, we, we claim it every month. We're claiming eternity. Um, we also got to shout out our listeners. Thank you for tapping in for another episode. Returning listeners, new listeners, even if you're a last time listener, shout out to you too. Whether you like Amazon leggings or sundresses, Colgate <laughs> <laughs> or Crest, Like a Boy or Halo, Rihanna or J-Lo. Now, do any of these do any of these comparisons stick out to y'all? I'm like honestly, I seen the Amazon leggings. They cool, but they give me a little bit of trypophobia, a little bit with the little mm. the little the slice. They I, they cool. I honestly haven't paid that much attention to them. Like the, you know, like I, <laughs> right, right. I, I I don't know how to spot them out. I, that that was a good one. I'm like, right, damn, right. I need to pay attention to the legging brands more often. <laughs> no, nah, the sundresses for me is always gonna be the sundresses. Those mm. are just classic. Oh, yeah. We can't. Yeah, we can't, for sure. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that's why being in New York is like, come on, son, like. There's not enough sun until like until we hit what June, like then we start warming up. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. And then I would say Colgate or Crest. I don't really use neither of them. They got fluoride. Take get that fluoride out your toothpaste, y'all. We got to stop doing that. Yeah, yeah I, got- I, I don't. I, I but I, you know sometimes I I I do gravitate towards the Crest. Just like okay, you, I think it's crest? easy sometimes. I'm that's just fine. Like, okay, yeah, that's fine. I just, yeah. I just stash that off the shelf. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's no, that's no problem. And then like a boy or Halo. Ah, uh, you talking about Beyonce songs? Uh, right. like a boy is Sierra. Uh, Halo, that's what yeah. I thought. Okay, yeah. I was like, okay, um, mm. definitely Halo for me. Shout out Ryan mm. Tedder for writing that joint. But it's it's Halo. When when I first heard it, I remember that like it was it was it was tough. Um, and then Rihanna or J Lo. That's easy for me. Rihanna, <laughs> Yeah, I, I was just going for the rhyme there. I figured I figured everyone would go with Rihanna. Um, but yeah, as far as the Amazon leggings and sundress comparison, it seems like people are gonna be outside this summer. Like the Twitter has been Twitter's been going crazy. Like, like yo, June 21st, we, we outside. So the sundresses will finally make their incredible return. We had to deal with that one summer of everyone wearing neon green and neon pink, and that, that wasn't really hitting like the sundresses were. So bring yeah. back the sundresses. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, of course, we got to shout out our VP of everything, the backbone of the podcast, the man that you cannot see, but you feel, Kieran. We want to shout out our distribution platform, Anchor. If you do not know, Anchor will distribute your podcast for free to all the streaming platforms, and you can get some sponsored ads regardless of your listenership. Lastly, Zoom, allowing you to see our beautiful black melanated hydrated faces and the drip. I got the Yankee jersey on. Nick over there looking like an R&B singer as per usual. Uh-huh. Swaggy looks yeah. like Swaggy has the tear on it, if, if, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. You, you know, rocking the tear? It's easy for me. It's easy. You know, I just. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 I love it's the that. go-to. <laughs> that's, that's, that, I love that. It's easy. You, you got to rep the brand. You got to rep the brand. But let's get into this chat. A lot of exciting things to talk about. Um I hit the shmoney dance this week. It's, 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 it's been a while since I hit the shmoney dance, but we had something that was shmoney dance worthy. Bobby Schmurda is home. Now, Swaggy, as a, as, as a New York resident, as someone who grew up in New York and just experienced the culture, like you was there when, you know, hot nigga and, and Bobby bitch and all that was like, you, you were in the, the place that really helped mm-hmm. it bubble out into the rest of the country. So how, how did it feel to, uh, to, to see that and see the love he was getting? When I hear Bobby's name, I instantly like 
Bobby Schmurda, I flash back to like 2013, 14. Like I go mm-hmm. into that moment. And honestly, like that was a really great year for me. Like I was in college. I was flourishing. It was my Neo summer. Like mm-hmm. I remember some <laughs> of the biggest, the biggest and best parties and Bobby Schmurda was ringing off. And that mm-hmm. just, he set the tone for that entire, you know, two like about two years yeah he had it on lock for two years and um you know new york city was just on fire like it was just what a time to be alive (laughs) in new york man like and um anytime i i think about bobby i instantly it just brings excitement it brings energy and i think that's why so many people you know that transcended across the country and across the world and that's why so many people get excited because like you said in this recent gq interview once you have good energy um you know no it's it's inevitable people cannot deny your energy and that is something that we felt and have continued to feel uh, over the course of like nearly seven years, man. So that that's a hell of a lot of energy. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, and if, if you look at his GQ interview he did, um, there was pictures of him FaceTiming Meek Mill. We know mm-hmm. that Quavo, Quavo went to pick him up. Shout out to Shmigo gang. A lot of people didn't know the the relationship between Migos and Bobby Shmurda prior right. to 2021. But like they, the, and I, the, I tell- their love runs deep. Yeah, I tell them all the time because you got to remember in like 2013, 2014, the Migos were just entering the scene, right? Like they were they were known in mm-hmm. Atlanta, but they were not the Migos. Like they were like, okay, this group yeah. is cool. Let's see what they're about to do. But Bobby had it on lock. So Bobby was the one who really brought them in under the wing, especially in New York. And that was that a lot of people don't pay attention to because over the, the last recent years, you know, the Migos had popped off so much and Bobby was away, but Bobby's really the one that brought them under the wing. So it was only right that, you know, they, they stayed down and showed that loyalty. So that when, when Bobby's home now, it's kind of in the reverse, which is a little crazy. Mm -hmm. People don't realize them cosigns matter, man. Those cosigns matter. Like at least the cultural ones, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Even it's like, Hey y'all, I think this is dope. Y'all should check this out and kind of, you know, regionally, too. We always talk about, you know, the East and the South rocking with the mm-hmm. different sounds and whatnot. But, yeah, like you mm-hmm. said, that's so important that people know that history of the story. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we showed love to Pop Smoke last week, but there's never a bad time to show love to, to Pop Smoke. So one more time, rest in peace to him. Um, yeah. But there was a posthumous release uh, this weekend. He dropped AP, which is coming from the Boogie movie. I really enjoyed the track. I mean, I've I can't I honestly can't say I've never I've I've never heard a bad Pop Smoke song. Like he just he just knew how to make good music. He knew what to say. The it's catchy the lines, the, the flex, tone. his his voice, his rap voice is one of the best rap voices. I've ever heard. Um, but, you know, as we said in the intro, Swaggy did, did an interview with him back in 2019. So, you know, we're curious, what was your reaction when he said that he didn't really consider himself a rapper? So 2019 was, uh, that was the beginning, like, of Pop Smoke, right? He he right. was like, he was this figure in Brooklyn. He was running around in the streets, but he decided to just make music. He wasn't really rapping that much. He was just like, okay, you know, let me let me see what it's hitting for. <laughs> right, right, right. And um, sometimes you know that's cool when you have when you have this God given gift that you didn't even know you have, but something tells you to tap into it. So, <clears throat> you know, gratefully he listened to whatever that something was, uh, and he tapped into it. And then he walked into the Series XM studios, and I was like, "Yo, you have this huge record. 
you know, like it, it's going crazy in the streets. It, at that point, I'm not sure if it had taken over the country by storm yet, but at least in New York, you know, and that's where um, the headquarters is for Sirius XM. It was it was easy for us to make that connection. You know, me being right. heavily, you know, connected to the culture, heavily connected to, to Brooklyn, to the streets. And I'm like, yo, we got to get this kid in here. Like, what are we waiting for? <laughs> so <laughs> that's good. Yeah, he he you know, he walks in. He's he's not used to, you know, being in these environments. And I, I noticed that often with newer artists. So you got to kind of get them acclimated, get them comfortable. Uh, and he was one of those guys. It didn't really matter how comfortable I tried to make him. He just really wasn't having it. Like, right, right. <laughs> so I was just I like, that. listen, I like, like, listen, man, like you're good. Like, you know, relax a little, like, but, um, I had saw that he had mentioned something about, you know, not wanting to really be a rapper and he's not trying to fall into that stigma of what a rapper looks like in, in, in 2019 or 2020. And I'm like, but, but what, why, 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 what's the problem, you know? And he didn't at that point see what was in his future. Mm -hmm. And those are things that, you know, people around you can see. And sometimes the person who is in it can't see. And you know, That's I'm nice. glad that he had the people who are around him that saw that he was a star and could call that out. And eventually, you know, he began to get it. Um, and, you know, I was just super grateful that I was able to sit down with him a, a few times before he passed. And by that last time, you know, he was like, yeah, yeah, OK. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the biggest difference between the first two or like, I mean, you sat with a few times, but the, the one, right. the two that I saw was that first one. And then. The most recent one, you was like, "So you a rapper now?" And he's like, "I mean, I guess so." And yeah, that, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, that's that was a really cool moment to see, like full circle. It was like, you know, him accepting kind of his his status and and walking in his path. And so, yeah, yeah, rest in peace, Pop. Yeah, rest yeah. in peace, man. Absolutely, forever, forever the woo. Um, stepping into some gospel, we got an incredible tiny desk from none other than Kirk Frank Franklin this past weekend. Man. Y'all talk about it, brother. Listen, y'all gonna have to respect <laughs> my man Kirk, man. People be trying to say, like, oh, he's the Khaled of gospel. No, Khaled is hip hop's Kirk Franklin. That's what we need to be saying, <laughs> y'all. That's what we really need to be saying out here. But uh Kirk, of course, an amazing artist has had a what 25 plus year tenure and just continues to 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 raise the bar. I mean. Pretty much, if you got Melanie, most of y'all have heard a Kirk Franklin song. Whether you go to church or not, you've heard a Kirk Franklin song. Right. Uh, but he had an mm -hmm. amazing tiny desk where he did uh, four of his uh, amazing songs that I really love. Love Theory, Silver and Gold, which is a classic. Melodies from Heaven is a classic. He did a little quick version of Melodies. And then he did I Smile, which is a super smash hit. Mm. Um, but it was just beautiful to see. It was him with probably like six, I think about he had yeah about six background singers keys and a bass and drums and he was playing piano y'all have to remember too because people are like he just narrates the albums he's just choir directing y'all he's producing he's a musician he's yeah. a musician he's in front playing mm -hmm. keys i really really suggest y'all go check it out if you've not seen it it's an amazing performance it's a master class on how to keep engagement he's he's just he, he's he's blessed he's blessed really he is meant to do what he's doing so shout out to kirk franklin yeah. Yeah, Truly, man. I, yeah man. I think Kurt, no. Kurt is just he's just like he's an amazing dude you know I, I've never met him but I've heard such great stories about him and how like you know his spirit is so infectious and he's just always a light which is 
it, it could be hard to do sometimes, you know, yes. like being in this yes. industry and staying organic, especially when you're in gospel, you know, like trying yes. to maintain good energy uh, and maintain being connected and rooted to what brought you into that that yes. lane. So, yeah. um, you know, shout out to Kurt Franklin, man. Beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Kirk is also not the one. I want a quick, just a quick note. Kirk right. is also not the one to be play with, too. I don't know if y'all he'll saw gather this. you. He'll gather you. Right. I don't know if y'all saw this a long time ago, but it was something happened about his daughter. Like someone, someone was like going back and forth on the internet. And yeah. there's like something about your daughter, blah, 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 blah. You have a daughter. And then he could respond. It was like, yes. And I have the means to protect her in Jesus name. <laughs> <laughs> like this dude is not playing like kirk is not the one just because he's a christian don't mean he's a doormat so y'all got right, to come yeah. correct so yeah love love kirk love kirk man you will catch that holy chopper don't don't play with kirk you will catch you gonna let that. it sing uh-huh. <laughs> um moving forward we got some incredible news this weekend about a collab that just when when you see the two names next to each other, it just makes perfect sense. And you wonder like, hmm, how, how did this take so long? But hey, God's timing. So there's a new band by the name of Silk Sonic made up of the pop sensation Bruno Mars and the soul sensation Anderson Pack. They announced their first single coming March 5th, 2021. The project will be hosted by Bootsy Collins. And man, we haven't heard from Bruno Mars in quite some time. I think the last record we heard from him was uh, Please Me with Cardi. That was like, what, 2018, 2019? Yes, that's exactly. It's been a little minute. That's Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a little minute since we really felt Bruno Mars' presence. And it's like, hey, when you make good music like 24K Magic, you you could take this time off. Like, he swept the Grammys and all that. Anderson Pack, you know, he's been on a bunch of features the last few years. He dropped Ventura and, and Oxnard a couple years ago, but... This this link up seems like it's going to be an an incredible link up. How how, how y'all feeling about it? Go Swaggy, what you think? Um, first of all, I love Bruno Mars. Like, I am a Bruno Mars fan. Like, talking to the moon, like, is one of my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I go all the way on. back. Like, I really love Bruno. So the fact that he's been on this hiatus for like the last three years. I've really been uncomfortable with it. So like, <laughs> I, I'll get on my show and just like. Be like, hey, Bruno, where are you? Like, just to see if he That's is back. Fair. Like, are you listening right now? <laughs> like, just calls calls out to the world. But um, yes, I really am a huge Bruno Mars fan. I'm excited to hear him making music. Hopefully, Anderson, you know, being the the musician that he is, um, brings out another side of Bruno, and I'm sure will um kind of push him to tap into other bags as well, man. Because Anderson is a a a light he is a great musician and i think these two is they're going to be like a powerhouse it's it's going to be entertaining to say the least it's mm-hmm. i'm i literally when i saw it i audibly screamed i screamed out like let's go <laughs> like i was like so so gassed so excited uh to hear that these dudes have gotten together because it's very rare i feel like this is one of those things that when you're sitting down talking with your friends you're like yo if bruno and pack did a project that would be crazy and then you're like, this is this is actually happening. So you feel like it's it feels very surreal. And then also part of me is like trying to just keep the expectations down because I'm like, oh, I just I hope it's everything that I think it is. But right. it, it can't not. It can't not be. It's it's almost teetering like a fine line. Like this could be amazing or like if this does not go right, like this could be bad. Like, right. exactly. <laughs> like, like, but exactly. we're but we're hoping and praying that it, it goes really well, man. 
I'm excited because Bruno does that. He goes, he drops this, you know, this earth-shattering music, and then he disappears off the face of the earth. And that's actually kind of exciting for him because I'm like, okay, I know Bruno's in there just cooking, stewing something up. He got to be doing something. And then just to see this, that they held the whole album together. And I love also the presentation now they're talking about hosted by Bootsy Collins. Uh, Collins, I love how artists, uh, you know, who have a particular sound that's very clear on the nose of like, you know, soulful or very, uh, you say, nostalgic or reminiscent of a certain time period. I love when they pay respect to the, you know, the ones that walk so they could run. Um, so, you know, we got to shout out love to Bootsy Collins, who's a huge impact on, on hip hop mm -hmm. and, and our culture today. So yeah. I'm very, very excited for that project undeniably can't wait um so y'all know the busy boys like to drink a little bit we, we, we like to have a little sip and you know check in with my instagram story this past week uh, this past week i saw that our guest was honored by hennessy for her contributions to the culture so to talk about that how, how was that event for you oh man it was amazing and uh you know like i said in the in the instagram post i was just like yo Literally, my friends and I growing up, like, we would split bottles of Henny. Like, yo, I got 20, you got 20, <laughs> I right, let's get the gallon. We good, we're good for the like, You know what I mean? Like, and um, even being in the club, like, oh, come on, let's just, t 10 bottles of Henny, you know? Like, get, get, right, 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 let, right. let me get all the Henny I could get. Um, so, you know, being an avid Hennessy drinker, obviously. Um, and, you know, then getting that phone call, though, you know, reeling it back in. <laughs> getting that phone call during Black History Month, uh, we're like, hey, you know, Hennessy has had their eye on you. Like, we would like to honor you during Black History Month. And then it was like even more impactful leading into uh, Women's History Month. So I was just like, oh, wow, you know, this is dope. Of course, like, you know, to be recognized by such a big, big brand, uh, a brand that has been here for a long time. And honestly, by default, in a way, a staple in the Black community. Like, oh, it, course, it's, yeah. you know, it's just, it's our drink. That's what <laughs> so, we do. Right. So, um, you know, I, I was honored to be honored. And that evening was it was amazing, man. Shout out to uh, Dre, one of the people that put everything together. Uh, he's he's over at Hennessy. He's a rep. Uh, Ash was a monumental person who actually picked my name and was like, Swaggy C deserves this. Uh, wow. So Ash definitely made that happen. That's the homie. And um, yeah, when I walked in, I was like, wow, this is amazing. It was super intimate um because you know COVID restrictions and things like that but I had you know a great group I had somebody who's a mentor to me uh over the years DJ Hookin was present um mm. I've had my homies Jamila who is a host on uh MTV she's like you know the new version of the fresh yeah, yeah, called yeah. fresh out yeah that's the homie right there so I've had her in the building uh Cash Page she's out of Texas yeah, you know man. doing big things just just came off of that uh Ivy Park spread so you know, and then family, my mom, my girl, like I just, it, it was, it was a great feeling just to have, you know, a lot of wisdom in the room uh, and all there for me. Like, you know, like I was yeah, like, yeah, wow, yeah. guys, you guys came out for me in <laughs> COVID? Like, uh, I love it. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Wonderful. shout out to Hennessy, man. I, I, it was, it was dope. And they gave me, um, you know, a little engraved XO bottle with my name on it with the date, Fire. you know, hashtag team M M Hennessy NYC. And I was just like, yo, <laughs> thank you so much. This is, this is amazing. So, so you got the Henny for life plug. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, that, that's what I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to test the water. So like, how, 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 how good is this plug? Like, let me Fact. find out. Fact. 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 
Well, yeah, def- definitely let us know. <laughs> let us know about the plug. <laughs> I got always need Danny, but now right, salute right. to you and salute Thank to Hennessy for giving you your flowers for everything you're doing for the culture. Um, let's go through some new releases before we get into this half and half. The dog Bryson Tiller dropped the deluxe to his project anniversary, five new songs, one song featuring Big Sean. Chloe and Hallie dropped the Chrome edition to Ungodly Hour, two new tracks. Love Chloe and Hallie. They're, they're incredible. That's uh, yeah, Joyce Rice and Freddie Gibbs dropped a track on one produced by D Mile. Shout out D Mile. Y'all gotta Incredible tap into producer. Joyce Rice. If you're not tapped into Joyce Rice, I'm just telling all the listeners right now, tap in, please, before yes. it's too late. Yes, it's worth it. And y'all know I'm a big Neo stand, so my bald goat dropped the 15th anniversary deluxe edition of In My Own Words, featuring acoustic mm-hmm. versions of So Sick and Sexy Love, a stay remix featuring Rick Ross, and instrumentals to So Sick and When You're Mad, a bunch of other new music as well. So make sure y'all tap in. It was it was a very good new music weekend. I I, I ended up getting to a lot yeah. of the stuff that came out, yeah. and I was I was not disappointed. So that's that. But all this talking. You know we thirsty. So Nick, well, what you sipping on, brother? I am I am sipping on some amazing tea. I've been actually trying a product for a while here, and I want them to to hear, you know, so I can be like swaggy, but in my but with my tea, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she got Hennessy, I got tea. Yeah, I got you. Um, I got, so I want right to right, see. There we go. <laughs> I'm actually sipping on this thing called mud water. I don't know if y'all have seen this, seen an ad for this. It's mud water. It's basically um, a if you will, a coffee substitute. That's how they started the brand. And so the, it had, but it has much more you know, health benefits for you. Um, so it's based off of like masala chai, which is like a chai tea that's a blend of black tea, ginger, cardamom, cloves, nutmeg, and black pepper, um, which right. is really good for you. But it also is, of course, like a little caffeine boost, but it has like one seventh or something like that, the caffeine of a cup of coffee. So it allows you to, you know, to still get that little quick energy boost, boost without the, the, uh, the, the the crash and so it has cacao in here lion's mane cordyceps chaga reishi cinnamon turmeric himalayan salt all kinds of good stuff in there for you for the health for the insides because you can't be hydrated and melanated if your insides ain't right too so that's a fact <laughs> we are um sipping on that and i've really been enjoying that product but our half and half is coming out of uh howlix daily this is are there too many podcasts and i really chose this this is by James Shotwell. I wanted to choose this because we had someone who's on air every day who could really, I think, add a lot of perspective because when you think about the music industry, we say like streaming ruined the music industry and all these sort of things, you know, depending on who you talk to. And I think that in the same way for the, the radio industry, uh, the digital and terrestrial, we think about podcasts and how kind of the accessibility allows, you know, everyone, if you will, to have a voice. And so I'm really curious to hear uh, Swaggy's opinion about this. But uh, the, the article goes on to just talk about a little bit, uh, mostly some stats uh, to talking about from, according to Chart Table that more than seventeen thousand new podcasts were are launched every week in, were launched every week in twenty twenty, and that amounts to basically about more than eight hundred thousand new podcasts for the year. Um, one interesting thing, though, is that uh, they ran down a few uh, data points that the, the report that doesn't consider is what the author did, and so <clears> that many of these podcasts never had a second episode. Some of them start and die overnight. And then, uh, of course, those are, they're covering hundreds of thousands of topics. So there's not that, you know, what I'm saying that there's not too much overlap in your industry that there's not, I mean, not too much clutter, if you will. Um, and then not every podcast is available on every platform. 
And of course, that they're saying he's encouraging the, the, the end of the article is basically encouraging people who have uh, brands or content creators that are not tapping into podcasts to create an audience and a, a way of community for connecting their, their people who follow their brand or whatever they want to talk about um, to utilizing and saying that all of these podcasts don't feature you so that you can have your own unique voice. So this is kind of like a two part question that I want you to speak on. And we'll probably get to it in the board meeting as well when we talk about, mm -hmm. you know, how you establish your voice. But one thing that we've been talking about a lot here on this podcast is about skipping steps. And I think a lot of artists skip steps and I think that that ends up hurting them in the long run. That's why a lot of artists have these really quick flicker careers and then they're, they're out is because I think a lot of people are skipping steps with the craft. And so when it comes to the craft, I would say the journalistic craft, the cultural commentary craft, podcasting is like you said 800,000 podcasts and many of them never had a second episode people are skipping the steps when it comes to y'all craft so how do you feel about you know hearing that information and then you hear you know people taking shortcuts in the craft of cultural commentary is what I would say Swaggy. cool uh so I don't ever like to like be like yo you don't know nothing about this you should not do this right right no you know my thing is like I'm always like Yo, go, you know, test the water, see how it goes, you know, try it out. If you are, if you are, you know, really into this and this is something that you want to do, like do it. But if this is something that you're like following a trend, uh, which, you know, I'm not going to say everybody has done, but a lot of people have done, you know, it, it became trendy for you to have a podcast <laughs> and it wasn't necessarily <laughs> your passion. Um, so, but if this is something that you are passionate about, I, of course, you know, always encourage that. But, uh, in terms of skipping steps, I think sometimes a lot of people don't realize what, what goes into, uh, anything putting together audio. Right. So, uh, yeah. I come from, you know, studying audio and, and, um, putting together pieces in college and, you know, broadcast journalism and things like that. So understanding what softwares you need to use, understanding what sounds good, how to edit your own stuff. And then before I was an on-air personality, I was behind the scenes programming at SiriusXM. So that allowed me to see uh, how a show is run, you know, the best of them and the worst of them. Like, okay, this is not what you're supposed to do. And okay, this is what you're supposed to do. And this is how it runs smoothly and uh, take notes on that. And, you know, not everybody is fortunate enough to have that experience, but there is more than enough resources out here right now to, to utilize and to see, okay, how do I run this? And, and do yeah. like doing your homework, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. resetting a break, you know, uh, transitioning into different topics, you know, people don't realize like you can't just talk forever and ever and ever and and, and kudos yeah. to you guys because you know you you hone it back in and you know you let the audience know where we are who we're with and yeah, like yeah, 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 there's yeah. certain like there's certain things that you have to do uh that some people don't realize and also being able to you know have either you have a producer or you don't and i came up in this in an area where i didn't have a producer so i was doing a lot of things gratefully i was you know I, I had the tools to do them. Like, you know, I had the skill set to edit my own work, to yeah, put yeah. together my own drops, to, you know, know what it takes to actually put together a segment or put together a show physically. So um, I think a lot of people don't have those resources right now, or they're lacking those skill sets. And overall, over time, it's, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel it. Um, because, there's going to be times when you can't always call on somebody to get something put together for you right then and there. There's going to be times where you're like, I need something put out or I need, how do I do this? You know? And um, 
grateful. I'm grateful that I have those, those skill sets. So if, you know, somebody who I'm working with, they can't edit together a clip that I need uh, because Bobby Schmurter came home, you know, right. and I need it right. on the right. day that Bobby came home and I need to dig into my stash of our interview from, from 2019. Like I can pull that up and I can edit it right now and cut it exactly how I want it. So I think there's, you know, th- that aspect of skipping steps, um, skipping, learning the craft, skipping, yep. learning yep. the skills. And I think that's just something, if you are passionate about audio and podcasting and having an opinion and broadcasting that, I think that, that there are skills that, that everybody needs to hone in on and, you know, take it serious, be passionate. Wow. Beautifully said. <laughs> I, we could just end it there. Clip. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. No, yeah. I really appreciate that insight because, you know, a lot of people think about that. Yeah. It's like if you are going to take it seriously, take it seriously. So, um, yeah. Don't skip steps, y'all. Stop doing that. Stop doing it. Because <laughs> you that. will. I, it, it, people don't think like you will be looking crazy, though. You not only will you look crazy, you will sound crazy. Like, stop. Mm-hmm. Like, just don't, don't do that. <laughs> looking and sounding. Both. Yep. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. bars love that that's our half and half we're gonna jump into our new employee of the month for the month of march women's history month i want to shout out my girl Injira perkins Injira perkins is a journalist and publicist she is editor-in-chief of the fourth quarter she's got bylines and afrotech shadow and act daily rap facts the gumbo and many more platforms she's an r&b lover if you follow her on twitter you will see her constantly tweeting about R&B and how, you know, it's, it's not dead. It's not dead. It's, not, still, it's, really it's not. still a lot of quality R&B out here. She's also an avid vinyl collector and she's just a genuine kind. So I'll give you all some exclusive news. I actually interviewed her last week, putting that out for the Lifestyle NYC. Shout out to my guy, Christopher Hunter. Um, so you all will get to see that the first week of March. But yeah, we want to salute to our, our new employee of the month in Jira Perkins. Much love to you. Much love. Yeah, so... Let's get into the real, real fun. We about to listen to some music. So take us away, good brother Frank Ocean. The best song wasn't the single, but you weren't either. All right. So it's Women's History Month. So we're going to hear some tracks from the ladies, the, 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 the beautiful, angelic, celestial vocals. So we're going to start with our guest. What track did you bring for us to play? Um, this is a track that I just, I really love these two together on. I know, I know Ari is like, she has an amazing voice. I'm talking about Ari Lennox. Um, Mm -hmm. She's also like an amazing person. She's so cool. So down to earth. And then I know Doja has run into her, her, her recent, like, you know, her recent issues. (laughs) And sometimes I'm just really on the fence when it comes to those things. But I do believe that this track, they complement each other so well that I'm just like, I love it. Honestly, like they, this is just, it's it's a perfect song for me. So anyway, Ari Lennox, Doja (laughs) Cat is that BMO remix. Cool. Fire. Baby, you got what a You the real one, I'm inspired Break me off And get you, get you, I got when the light 
it up. Like it when you turn your ring off and turn me on and take it off. Why you gotta give me faces for? You like you took your braces off. Have you on your? It won't take me long. And this is the. I know most of y'all didn't need this. I reset. No, what do you mean, bitch? I brought the pen like I got penis. Hey, Doja do, do slid on that. Shit. Now, I'm what, not going front. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, that's what I'm saying. Come on. We got to be objective with that. Yeah. Regardless of what you've been saying, she got on that track and did with the remix part. Yo, I mean, that's not. It's just but, like, that's one of them records, too, that I just, it doesn't get enough shine. So, like, you know, really capitalizing off of, of your guys' segment, you know, the, the slide deck. Like, I just feel like, that is one of the records that needs more attention, man. Like yeah, Ari, yeah. Doja, like their sounds were beautiful on that record right there, man. Doja really be rapping also. Like people oh, she gotta, be wildin'. People really gotta like acknowledge her for that and understand like she's rapping. Like y'all gotta really know that. <laughs> you you know, it's cause she came from that 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 it was that move record, right? That yep. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was so weird and it was so out of here. And it was like, okay. And then she started putting out real music and then people were like, oh, I actually rock with this. Like, oh, this is kind of fire. And it and it right. took people a while unless you dive into like her catalog into what she really has to understand, like her sound and like, oh, she got bars and oh, she could sing a little bit. And oh, oh, there's mad dimensions to this. <laughs> Every time you listen to something new from those, you're like, oh, she has that too. <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's surprising. Every time you, you, you listen to something new from her. Yeah, if she could smooth over what she said and that whole situation, I think she'll have a very long career. Very. Yeah, very I think so too. She just gotta like you know, Doja is a very unique individual. Uh, I've mm-hmm. sat across from her and we've had conversations, and you know, I don't ever see anything like intentionally. She, I don't think that she her intent is to to hurt people. You know, I think she she has things that she deals with, and you know, she's just one of those eccentric people that. Just, just goes with the flow and does what she feels. <laughs> and I'm not trying to make excuses for the things that she's no, done, but yeah. everybody is a grown woman, a grown man. At the end of the day, they're going to make their decisions. But um, she's she's one of a kind. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great way to say it. Armand, what you got for me? You know, I'll, you know, I can go next too. All right. So what I got yeah, is go an amazing artist, and I like when I so for you, Swaggy. When I, when I do these, I like to do some sometimes. Uh, not say I would say underrepresented artists. I like okay, artists okay. that are not getting the sign that they I think that they, they should be getting. Um, and I definitely pick people who don't skip steps. So this is someone who I really, really have been getting into, and I've known her name for a while. Her family is actually very famous in music. This is Madison McFerrin, Bobby McFerrin. If you've heard that name, uh, he is an amazing vocalist from uh, old school. I would say old school artist for sure. Um, someone who I've personally studied. This is an amazing track. This is Try by Madison McFerrin, produced by Madison McFerrin. I know it's hard 
but very chill just you know i feel like i'm i could be on a yacht listening to that with the yeah, most in my hand just <laughs> levitating yes you get it you get it you mm-hmm. get it you get it that's exactly what i feel with that record um she's an incredible vocalist if y'all can go check out her project it's called you and i from 2019 i believe is when it came out mm-hmm. um she it's just a lot more of that and, and she produced it too so you know i got a shout out we had, we need uh, all the love to go to w- women producers making their own stuff. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Not skipping the steps. You ain't got a producer. Learn to produce for yourself. Straight up. Armand, what you got for us, bro? Close off. I brought uh, one of my favorite records of last year. Uh, this is Do, Don't Want to Pretend. Uh, this comes from Chantel May, Division's background singer. And this is produced by 1985. If it's magic, why can't it be everlasting? If it's feelings involved, then how can we keep them from clashing? I know that it's hard to draw lines when we so many times, but like your heart that's in my head Hold me tightly when you can Don't contemplate on revenge Where do we go to just refresh? I, I I love her. I I saw her live when I went to Division Show 2018. Um, they they gave her a whole set. She did she did a cover of One Plus One by Beyonce. She did her single Back and Forth. I was like, Yo, who is that? 
<laughs> who is that up there singing? And she's released a bunch of singles. She was featured on Division's uh, latest album, Amusing Her Feelings, The Closer Again. And she's she's one of the best singers I've, I've ever heard. And I think she can really be a superstar, you know, next to Division, getting production from mm. 1985 and Boy Wanda. Um, she's got a great personality. I follow her on social media. She's like, um, Division actually called her a, a mix between like Beyonce and uh, uh, Leah, which is like very, wow. very high praise. That's 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 a very yeah. crazy contrast to draw. That's but a, um, that's a big vibe right there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I I love her, and I I can't wait till the the, the inevitable project. I don't know when it's coming, but I hope it's coming soon. I think she can really, really take over. So, you know, Stay Busy always brings the heat for y'all. And if y'all want to hear this heat, hit the Stay Busy Slide Deck playlist on all platforms. Hit the link tree in our IG or Twitter bio. If you want a slide added to the deck, uh, hit us at Stay Busy Pod on IG or Twitter or email us at staybusypod at gmail.com. Make sure you also join that mailing list. As you know, as you've heard her, we got an incredible guest, Swaggy C, here. So before we get into the board meeting, which is a fun conversation, we got to play a quick game of auto-reply. Y'all know the rules for auto-reply. Nick and I go back and forth saying a word, and Swaggy is going to let us know the first word that comes to mind. Are you ready? I think so. We're going to see how <laughs> we're gonna see how Swaggy is C. We're going to see. We're going to see how Swaggy is C. All right, Nick, you want to kick us off? All right. The first word, we'll start easy. Voice. Energy. Bedsty. Brooklyn. Pyro. Delta. Sway. Legend. Endless. Money. (laughs) (laughs) Signature. Bun. (laughs) impact um influence and last but not least sienna damn that's my government (laughs) (laughs) so government government Government. (laughs) love that love that we're all warmed up we're gonna get into a fun conversation so I think the best place to start is just tell us how you got your start and developed your interests into what the, what you're currently doing now, you know, on, on the radio and an ambassador for tier. Um, so yeah, my start was at, at, um, I went to LIU Long Island university. Um, <clears throat> and initially I went in, I had so many dreams, right? I had hoop dreams. I had like, okay, if hoop dreams don't work out, I want to do sports management and then, like, LIU was, like, supposed to um, develop this sports management um, major, and then they didn't, and then I was like, dang, what am I going to do? I mean, I came in uh, taking, like, you know, the regular classes you're supposed to take, everything that is, like, math, science. I did I did all of those, right, my, my core classes. So um, then I was like, okay, Hoop Dreams is probably not going to work out. I read shirt, like, my sophomore year, and I was like, yeah, I'm spending a lot of time here, so let's be a little realistic with yourself, see, like, what's happening? So, um, you know, growing up, I was always into music. Like, I was just, you know, thank- thankful for my mom who just embedded so many different sounds, whether it's Aaliyah, Biggie, Jay-Z, Vanessa Carlton. Like, I'm like, okay, like, you know what <laughs> I mean? thousand miles, okay. Um, yeah, so it's... <laughs> But uh, yeah, music has always been like rooted in me and I've, I love so many other things outside of music. I was always like, 
what is a melting pot for all these topics and all these things that I love? And I was like, yo, radio, like radio, you could talk about anything for the most part. Uh, you could play anything for the most part, right? There's always, there's always that, <laughs> that side to it. But um, uh, it, my campus had a, a radio station. I was like, okay, let, let's see what this is here for. Like, you know, I started taking a couple classes. I was like, okay, this is cool. I was also very low maintenance. So um, when it came to like going into the TV classes and bro- like being in front of the camera, I was like, hmm, I don't know if I want to do this every day. Like if I want to get dressed in full face and like always be on point. And I felt like radio was like my comfort zone where it was like, okay, sometimes I could come hooded up, you know, I'm chilling, I'm low key. I can come talk and then I'm, I'm in and out. And then right. I'll have my, my one-offs where I'm like stepping out for the day or for the week. And I'm like, okay, I, I could get jiggy with this. And I got really comfortable behind the mic. Um, I landed an internship with um, Simone Eswit. She, she's known as Eswit, DJ Eswit, um, at Sirius. She was actually an alum of LIU Post and Long Island University, CW Post. <laughs> That's what the OGs <laughs> call it, CW Post. And I reached out to her like, yo, if you ever, ever, ever need an intern, like, holla at me. And she was like, yeah, send me your resume. Like, send me whatever. And I, I did a phone interview, and then I was, I was in there. I was in there nonstop. Fire like 40 hours a week. Like I was I, on top of taking, you know, like 15 credits and I was just like hungry. I was hungry. I was, you know, sharing an office with uh, Sway because I was an intern. So I was like, I want the intern desk and that's where uh, Sway and I we be- began our connection. And, you know, I just really implanted myself into the, the building, um, shaking hands, meeting people, being useful, being resourceful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, eventually that paid off, um, landing a position like immediately after graduation. Like I was celebrating my graduation in Vegas. Like I was in Vegas in, in the hotel, getting ready to go to like one of those wild ass pool parties. And <laughs> I had a phone call from Sirius and my, my manager at the time was like, Hey, can you start Monday? I was like, Yo, I can't start Monday, but I can start Tuesday. Like, <laughs> right, right, Vegas. Right, right. like, like, you know what I mean? To be picky, but I'm, I'm out of town. And they were like, okay, cool. What, like, you know, come in Tuesday and we're going to start from there. And honestly, like, that was just a moment for me where I was like, wow, like, um, being in a building and stepping foot somewhere and then knowing that that's where you want to be. And then that wow. happening, you know, you manifesting that moment, um, cause even to backtrack Simone, who I came in as her intern, um, she told me, Hey, come, come to the station. Cause I was doing a little project on her for one of my classes. So she said, come to the station. You know, you can interview me there. I'll, I'll give you a tour. And as I was walking around, I said, yo, I want to work here. And wow. yeah. And then, and then it happened, you know, you, you put things out, you do the work that is necessary and it, it will happen. It will come back. Like, or if it is not that in that way that you thought it was supposed to be, it's going to come back in, in the way that it, it's supposed to happen. You know what I mean? Exactly. And yeah. <clears throat> that's just a moment I was grateful for, you know, working through programming, uh, being on the back end with Shay 45, Ed Lover, um, Sway Calloway. Like, it's so many things, even in the reggae side, Pat McKay. Like, there's so many legends that I was working mm-hmm. under and working with and learning um, you know, radio and what it takes to, to be a good personality, to, um, run a station. You know, if I was like, okay, I'm tired of being in front of the scenes. I know what it takes to run a station. Like I could run a station. And, um, that's just something that skill set that I'm grateful for. And I'm just like, wow, like, you know, that's amazing. Um, so yeah, shout out to Sirius. You know, I, I made my way into the, the, 
the on air side, which is not easy to right. do. Right. Um, you know, I was I was staying so many hours in a radio station, um, cutting air checks, like air check after air check, like yo. And finally, I felt like I had something. And I I I gave it to my program director for Hip Hop Nation, and I was like, "What do you What do you think about this?" And he was like. Oh, I think you got something like, <laughs> like I, th- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think you do this. And I was like, I'm trying to tell you, yo, like, come on. Like, this is something <laughs> that, I, that I like. And um, he was like, OK, um, do this. Try this, you know, and this is what he does. Like, he's refining everything now. And yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. reel it in. Like, let's let's really if you're about this, like, let's let's show that you are about this. So um he you know didn't let me skip any steps i i went back and i was like okay say it like this okay and inflect my voice here and you know okay reset here hip-hop nation right now okay got you and yeah, those yeah, are the moments where i was like all right and then once it clicked and it connected and everything flowed and it sounded beautifully so okay let me present this to you know um the powers that be and literally it was one shot like he, it was just one shot, one ear check that the powers that be heard, and it, they were like, okay, put it, yeah, put it through. And wow. when I, when my program director came back to me, he was like, yo, that never happens. Like it's wow. usually like a few times, like, okay, tweak this, let me hear it do this, and I didn't get that. It was like, no, she got it. Like when did wow. she start? What's the schedule? <laughs> like, so I was like, yo, are you serious? And you know, taking it back, and I was just like. Okay, what do y'all need from me? And from there, I was actually programming in addition to being a radio personality. So I was working two jobs, <laughs> like so with fun. one salary. Um, I was working two jobs, one salary, and just making it work. Like I was probably working like at least 60 hours a week, honestly. Like <laughs> until I was like, I I think I'm ready to step away from this program and stuff. What y'all mm-hmm. got for me? <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, gratefully enough, they were like, nah, we love you so much. Like, just, just do what you want to do. And I was like, yo, this is a blessing. Like Mm -hmm. this doesn't happen often. And I, you know, was super grateful that, that, you know, Sirius like loved me so much that they would allow me to step back from another position because they saw what was in me or they see what is in me and, you know, my potential to, to do what I am doing now, man. So I'm forever grateful for the, the people who have paid that way for me, you know, forever grateful for the people who were just like, yeah, yeah, we see what she could do and let, let's right. let her do it. You know, cause mm-hmm. there's sometimes you fall, you get into roadblocks and I'm like, nah, I, I, I didn't have those roadblocks. So at least if I did, I wasn't really, uh, <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention to them. I'm like, I got a mission and I'm Sorry, on it. Yeah. And if you're trying to block it, excuse me. <laughs> like, no, It seemed like you was really being groomed for the role too. And you mean having that mentorship is, is, totally invaluable you know having those chimes i just wanted you to really quickly for the listeners who may not know what an air check is can you just give your definition of what what that is you know it was huge for your preparation and getting that final sign off right so um an air check is basically like you put together a demo right we hear this thing called demo whether it's an artist they put together a demo for a label and so it's basically a demo of what the station would sound like with you on it right mm. um if it's you know swaggy c on sirius xm hip-hop nation i'm going to be who they want me to be and sound like how they want me to sound or you know sound like yourself but uh w- within the within the uh station co- conforms and, and be like okay yeah um 
cut four breaks, you know, whether it's four, five, six breaks, they want to hear you talking in and out of records, hear you talking about news, hear your vernacular. What do you sound like? What's your energy? And, uh, you know, depending on it's, it's different. The, the, um, I guess, you, you know, what each station will look for, what each platform will look for. But um, for the most part, an, an air check is, is similar uh, in each way. So maybe it'd be five minutes, maybe right. it's 90 seconds, maybe it's, you know, two minutes. But but yeah, it's putting together what the station, what you would sound like on the station. Right. So no, a, a huge part of that, too, is, you know, as you did that, you got good solid at your air checks enough to get on the air and you start doing your thing. How did you approach, you know, developing your own voice? Of course, it comes with time. But what were the, I guess, the deliberate things you say, like, I want to bring this part of, of C to the radio. You know what I'm saying? What, what were those things? Right. I would say, like, you know, it was always about being me. I was always like, hey, like, I have to be me. Like, if I'm from Brooklyn, like, you're going to know I'm from Brooklyn. Like, I'm not hot enough from Brooklyn. Like, you, you're going to know I'm from New York, son. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, B. Like, so it was it yeah. was bringing what, you know, people saw me every day walking down the hallway, talking to me, and not losing who I am because now I'm behind a microphone. Right, like, right, right. It was being who you are because that's what people, that's what they hired you for. And that's what Sirius honestly really prides your talent on. Like, don't try to put on this like radio voice and don't try to like yeah, right, switch right, up right. who you are and what you do and your person. Like, no, be who you are. Like, mm-hmm. do what you do. And, you know, that's going to transcend to the people who are are listening because yes, the more yes. personable you are, the more they feel like they can relate. Like, oh, wow, you're a real person. Like, wow. Yeah, exactly. Um, You know, this is this. This is somebody that I can relate to. This is somebody I could actually be on my morning drive with because she might not talk exactly how I talk, but she talk about what I want to talk about when exactly. the way we want to talk about it, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. it's just being like super hip to everything going on. But um, but yeah, it was like finding myself what it was going to be like as a personality and adding on those those keys to being a good radio personality. It wasn't just like about, you know, personality is the first thing, but then it's about um, knowing the logistics, everything within being a good personality, the skill set, the, yes. the resets, the, you know, um, whether announcing your station, saying who you're with, you know, introducing your guests, being, making your guests comfortable, um, talking to your listeners, engaging. So it was like those things that you can learn, but then there's also some things that are naturally given. Right, right, exactly. Love that. So we had Kojo, who, who, who I know you know very well. We had him on the podcast back in uh, November, I believe. And okay. he he also spoke about, you know, being a New Yorker, having just a different motor, a different confidence, and the swag that New Yorkers bring. And, you know, you also spoke on <laughs> your path through Sirius and how, you know, you accomplished things that some other people didn't accomplish. And I think having that level of success, someone who isn't you might have gotten too in their head and thought, oh, I don't have to work anymore. Um, so how, how do you balance, you know, the confidence that you have, but also staying grounded and continuing to improve on, on your craft every day? Um, for me, I, w- I would feel crazy if I ever said, like, I don't have to work anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I would feel, <laughs> like, I would feel insane, right? Because, um, you know, granted, from the outside looking at people feel like, yo, Swaggy is, you know, she is who she is. She's interviewed so many big, big names, like she's there she's made it and you know when it comes to the person internally like i'm like son i'm just getting started like what like <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> like mm-hmm. 
I know y'all think this is cool. Like, I know y'all think I'm here, but like, I'm just like, I'm just opening yeah, up the door. Like, I'm peeking right, through right. the door. Like, right. it, you ain't seen shit yet. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, so, um, for me, uh, just it's not really about being being grounded it's just about staying hungry right so it's mm-hmm. like not being complicit with where i am and just like saying okay well i did that now what's next and right, right. sometimes i have to remember like okay see like you did that celebrate that and you know make note of that because that's a big deal <laughs> because mm-hmm. when you have plenty of things that you want to accomplish you're like you accomplish it you check it off you real quick like okay boom big interview cardi b that's done now what's next and I have, you know, my 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 core around me and they're like, but see, you just interview Cardi B. Like, you do understand that, right? Like, you just sat down with Cardi B. She's one of the biggest artists right now. And you have to take a moment. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And I'll be like, oh, yeah. All right, let's go get some shots. Like, let, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you have the you're hungry. Yeah, you have you have those moments, you know, where you're like, OK, remember what's going on. And then you also are like but I'm, I'm so hungry and I'm like, I'm not going to stop just because I had, you know, a few successful moments, you know, I'm not where I want to be per se exactly. Like, you know, in the end goal, I'm, I haven't reached my, my end goal yet. And I don't know when that's going to happen. I feel like I'm gonna have like a million goals when I'm like 80, like, nah, I'm not done yet. Like, you know, like I don't know if you ever seen that lady who started writing textbooks at like, like you like 80 years old. She started writing like wow. textbooks. Like, that's dope. No, I haven't heard of that. But yeah, so it's like, you know, um, I, I'm just hungry. Uh, there's so many more things outside of radio, you know, outside of music that I, I definitely want to get into. So, so, so fire. Thank you. Yeah. So we we, we mentioned that you're rocking the, uh, the, the tier and tier has had an incredible last few years like i feel like there's always something on social media like the, the, the this basketball player is wearing this or this actress is wearing this mm-hmm. or there's this showcase there's this highlight and you know music and fashion go go hand in hand like that's yes. just that's just all it's it, it's 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 a beautiful relationship so i'm curious you know how, how did you how did you get involved with tear and like well what's what's that experience been like so far so tear um is it was very organic right because growing up in new york and going to college where i did at liu um and then being greek being a member of delta sigma theta sorority incorporated we um because the guys the the co-founders of tear uh they are members of kappa alpha fraternity incorporated so it's like it was easy we you know we saw each other at parties we saw each other at at programs we saw each other you know in on the yards we saw each other you know in instantly grew that bond and this is like when we're just in college like having fun right so or handling business and um we're like okay everybody is working on their crafts they're working on things and then it was in 2014 which was like the year that i had crossed that the they created their first t-shirts and they're like okay we're called tier nyc this is what we have you know we're our our foundation is art and you know they 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 love the art so art so much like that they soak art up man it's incredible to see these guys shout out to Nigeria Vic uh, and Isai um, so their their foundation is art and I was like okay this is really dope um, and I was always supportive of the brand so I would you know in 2014 show up to their first ever pop up shop show up by you know whatever shirts they had um, anything that they were putting out <clears throat> excuse me I was like okay, I want to, I want to be a part of this. How, like, what do you need from me? What do I need to do? Because, you know, at this point we're good, we're good friends We we consider ourselves family. So we're like, all right, cool. And you know, they, 
develop they were developing and I was immersing into who I was becoming and working my way through Sirius and even at that point I wasn't necessarily a full-time um on-air personality yet but I was like dipping and dabbling and, and really planting my feet into my career and they were planting their feet into their their brand and organically it was like yo how about we collab like how about how do we connect ourselves and I was like let me be your brand ambassador and then you know they were like hold on that actually sounds like a really good idea uh and (laughs) right and they were like that actually sounds like a really good idea and um they're like okay let's discuss and you know we sat down we talked about it and I believe this was in like 2016 or 17 if I'm not mistaken um so sat down we we thought about what it was gonna look like and you know things change you're we're young like we're like figuring it out so it's like yeah we heard of brand ambassadors it's cool like yo rock the clothes like <laughs> i'll make sure i take pictures like you know like it's like minimal it's like minimal stuff that you when you're first when you're first like entering this world you're like okay let's let's just make it happen what we think is a brand ambassador so we made it happen and um obviously the connection has stayed strong since but it's been refined over the years and as brands grow, you know, I'm so grateful that our connection has been able to to sustain all of this growth, right? Because we go through our ups and downs and tear, you know, a lot of people are, are like you said, this year was a huge year for tear, right? But tear has been around since 2014. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's been years of the grind. It's kind of like an it's artist time. when an artist is, you know, in the studio and they've been, they've been, you know, on their grind for a while. And then we hear like, Oh, the baby. Yeah, but he been baby Jesus for mad long. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, that that was Tear. It was like, oh, Tear. Yeah, but Tear been working for mad long. And oh, Swaggy C, but no, Swaggy C's been working for mad long. And it was like, step. right. So you know, now everything just aligns so beautifully where they're there. They have this huge brand, and I am my brand. And now it just you know it came together perfectly where. Uh, we just, you know, we just do what we do naturally, man. So, um, you know, I really appreciate my, my Ted family. And uh, I'm glad that we were able to establish that connection, like, organically. And it's yeah. been able to maintain, like, all these yes. years. Yeah, shout out to shout out to the good folks at Tier, man. I love the yeah. merch. I love the I love the vibe of everyone that we speak to from Tier. Y'all just have such a, a great energy. And so I'm, I'm really you. excited Thank to you. see yeah. where the brand is going to grow and how it's going to go. All right. So, yeah. So being that it is, you know, Women's History Month and here at Stay Busy, we wanted to, of course, uh, speak on a little bit more about that role here. So what do you feel that when we talk about representation as, you know, there's a lot of not a lot of, but uh, we see a decent amount of people who are on air, you say behind the mic, who are women who are doing great things. Angela Yee, Angie Martinez, the swaggy seats of the world. But you talked a little bit about, you know, being the lack of representation behind the scenes. So how do you feel as your role is as a woman on radio, in the radio industry, if you will, being to kind of be uh, open the door for women to come in or just what do you, how do you view your role as a woman on radio? Right. So like I would say, you know, I'm super, super grateful for my role in radio right now. And also the, like where I came from. Right. So like, uh, like I touched on earlier, just being, being able to be in the background for a while and understanding how radio works. Um, And also like, while I was in that background scene, providing opportunities for interns and stuff to come in, 
um, which was, you know, something that was really dope for me. And I continue mm-hmm. to do that through my, <clears throat> excuse me, my platform now. But um, yeah, I do believe that we need more women representation in radio. You know, I think mm-hmm. not just behind the mic, but in the various positions that exist, right? So we need right. more women program directors. We need more, you know, more women who are board operators. We need more women who are producers. And I think right. that that will also influence content and influence discussions and, and also like hold a level of responsibility to some people uh, mm-hmm. who are on air and, you know, having women who don't feel like they have to play a role or play a position. And that like, obviously everybody, you have a position, there's something, you know, that you're there to do, but it's kind of like holding people responsible for the things that they do. Uh, Because, you know, not for nothing, if you have a room full of guys, you Mm -hmm. know, you're going to talk how you talk, but then once a woman is present and it's a, it's a woman who, you know, can hold her own. She's definitely going to be like, nah, you guys are bugging this, you know, think about it from this way or think about it with this perspective. You know what I mean? And that, that offers, you know, more perspective, more versatility and content. Um, And I feel that the women are just like, I think a little more strategic than men. Like (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) argument here. No (laughs) argument here. (laughs) You know know what I mean? But um, uh, I think sometimes, you know, we definitely, not sometimes we definitely are lacking, um, you know, women representation. And I do want to see more women in uh, like lead, right. Lead positions, like hosting their own shows and like, Oh, you're my co-host. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Like, um, I I definitely want to see more of that. And I definitely want to see more women, like I said, behind the boards operating, you know, what is going on, engineering the rooms. Like we don't have a lot of women engineers when they come in and they're fixing things and all and, and we, you know, there's women who can, who do that. And I Literally. think that we, yeah, like, I think that we need to see um, more women in those positions as well as behind the mic. Wow. No, that's, that's, that's super important. Like, I, I mean, and also too, you think about the resources and I think the programs in which uh, people and, you know, women can acquire these skills too, because in right. some ways I think about radio as like a small window, if you will, if like if you didn't do radio in college or if you didn't do radio in other times, like where else are you going to get those radio specific skills or even right. skills that technical skills that are transferable to radio. Um, so maybe we need to start thinking about some programs and stuff. I don't know if they're out mm-hmm. there for, you know, allowing more representation for women to get those technical skills that could allow mm-hmm. them to get and procure positions in uh you know technical position in radio uh so that yeah that's something to, to think about too maybe we could think about that collect yeah i think so but, for sure yeah. Um, yeah you know lastly i i just wanted to ask you what do you what do you want it you know when it's all said and done what do you want people to say about swaggy c and swaggy c's contributions to the culture and to the world yeah like <clears throat> excuse me i i definitely you know i I've been asked that question before, but, um, and I, I pretty much answer it the same. Uh, I'm always like, you know, it's not that I want to be like, Joe Swaggy, she was like the best person on it. Right. It's not, it's right, not that course. I want to be known for like my impact and the things that I've done and, you know, like not just done like, Oh, she's interviewed, you know, Jay-Z. <laughs> I'm speaking that into existence, but like, but yeah, like, but for the things that I've done and the way that I've impacted people and inspired people and, you know, it's always for me, I say like, 
being impactful not important like I don't want to be important I don't like I don't want to just exist to be important I want to be like yo swaggy impacted my career or swaggy you know influenced me to do this or swaggy inspired me to do this like those are the those are the words that I I would like to be you know in my memory like yo impactful inspirational influential like those are the words that I want to be known for when you know it's all said and done because again it's not just about being important like who cares if you're just important like yeah once you're gone important it it, it doesn't really last that long but if you left the legacy and you left all this impact you left all this inspiration that that's what lasts forever man like you know arguably people won't say Nipsey Hussle is like super important as a rapper while he was here while he was here and that's no I don't mean that to say that to be disrespectful but he was impactful very impactful while while he was here and inspirational and that's what we see continue to live on right now whether it be through his music or through the the things that he implemented in his community um or anybody that has you know came across him but people come on like you know don't lie like a lot of people were yeah. not listening to nipsey hustle before he passed man and, that, and that's just the reality on the east coast i'm from the west on coast. the east right on the east we, coast. Were, we was rocking with nip for right. a long time yeah, right yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah i'm gonna clarify that on the east coast right on the east coast but you know his impact has been felt and you know that is something that is going to live on forever along with his music along with people who are now like yo let me pay attention and that's never knocking uh, you know, anybody who is like not. just now getting hit because no, that's something that, you know, you're doing your research, you you stumble upon new things and yeah. everybody has their own timeline on that. But um, definitely like, you know, that again, that's what lives on forever, that impact, that inspiration. And that's something why, you know, the marathon continues will always continue, man. So rest in peace to Nip. That's just something I, you sure. know, I wanted to touch on, but, you know, an example of being impactful. There it is. Phenomenal conversation. Uh, once again, we are blessed with the presence of Swaggy C. Thank you so much for offering your insight. Thank you for the energy that you brought. Make yes, sure y'all yes. listen to her on Sirius XM, 6 a.m. Eastern, The Heat, 6 p.m. Eastern, Hip Hop Nation. Make sure you cop some tear as well. That that, that that's, that's, that's hoodie is fire. I'm, I might have to tap in myself. Dang, um, I think it's from like last season, man. I don't mean to say. Uh, man. It's <laughs> all right. You know, you know, it's cool. It's cool. Good thing um, we know. Uh, good thing we know somebody. But um, <laughs> let's jump into the bulletin board. Uh, we're shouting out the women owned businesses uh, mm-hmm. for this month. So, so I do, do you have any women owned businesses that you want to shout out? Um, I do know some, but I don't want to um, say anything incorrect. Right. So I will. I would rather like submit a list, and maybe if you guys can post yeah, it, I'd rather do something like that because I don't want to be disrespectful to anybody's business. Love so that. I'll, just, <laughs> I'll, that. I'll, I'll play it safe yeah. there, man. It, Responsible. It, it, <laughs> Responsible. She, she know what she's doing. She know what she's doing. She yeah. Experience. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Well, we're going to give some love to Healthy by Zanya. That was our sponsor for Busy Black Business Month. Get you some tea catered to your Zodiac sign for the Cancer, Gemini, Scorpio, Sagittarius within. That tea is fire. Um, we want to shout out M Divine Delights for my homegirl, Maya. Get you some baked goods. 
Um, she, they're, they're extremely tasty. She does it all. And I, it seems like she's just expanding her repertoire of what she makes as she continues to grow. And I want to shout out the Blair list. It's a podcast by Blair Casuto highlighting creatives in various industries. And she provides gems on, you know, navigating the music industry in general. We'll have plenty of incredible uh, women owned businesses for you throughout this month. Cause it's stay busy women's history month. And we are saluting all of the Queens doing incredible things. One more time, we were joined by the incredible Swaggy C. Thank you so much. (laughs) Nah, man, thank you guys so much for having me. Like, I know we were trying to work this out for a little bit, and I'm glad that we were able to do this. But uh, like I said, thank you so much for having me. It's definitely been a pleasure. Of course. God's timing. God's timing (laughs) always works out. It's the boy Armand. I'm here with the co-host, Nick. We're doing the thing. We got a great, incredible month planned for you all. But until then, stay safe, stay humble. Love and protect our queens and stay busy. Thanks. Baby girl, baby girl, how you feeling? I've been out in the world staying busy. Taking time, getting right if you miss me. I've been out in the world staying busy. Monday's 9 a.m. Monday's 9 a.m. Party with the gang. Every week, tell a friend. Yeah.